are listening to Cold Lake Community Church Podcast. I hope today's message inspires you. Cold Lake Community Church, a place where families come together. Um, you know, with, with Christmas... Uh, Cindy sent me a little a little email the other day, and it said, uh, you know, with that little dog there, Cindy, about uh, Christmas. Uh, well, you know, everyone, don't forget, you know, this year it's Christmas time. Set your scales back ten pounds, okay? And 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 that's what that's what Christmas is like. It, it, it's all about eating. And do you find yourself? How many people have found themselves? You know, you, you go somebody to somebody's place, and you're you're really full. You just had a big meal, and they they offer you something, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> And you just start eating more. And how many people are like that? Let me just see your hands. Okay, some of you. So, so this morning, you know, I imagine that you had breakfast before you came, like, like probably like a half hour ago, and you're starving right now. So I just need one person in the room who really likes donuts. Who likes donuts? Okay, let me choose uh, Regan. Come on up here. Regan likes donuts. Okay. I, I see you're done there, sir. How you doing? Would you like another donut? All right. I'll give you a white one this time. This one looks really good. It's got like jelly. Ooh, jelly. Everyone likes jelly donuts. There you go. There's a jelly donut for you. So again, today is December the 23rd. Today we're going to open up that present in 11 minutes. We learned today that this message of hope that the world is so hungry for, this message of hope that we can take such comfort in, this message of hope is not just for us to be able to hold on to, but it's for us to be able to give away. For as freely as we have received this precious gift, now freely we give. Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself to me. You know what? That tells us that you and I have been crucified with Christ. We're joint heirs with Jesus, and Christ lives in us. He's wanting our lives to emulate who we are. You know what, I read that scripture a couple weeks ago that Jesus Christ, the hope of glory, is inside of us. You know what, we as believers have Jesus in us. And when we have Jesus in us, it's up to us what we want to do with it. Whether we want to hold on to that and just say, you know what, man, I'm going to heaven and that's what's important. I, I know that when that day comes that I'll be walking through that pearly gates. Or is it important for us to be able to share the message of hope that Christ has put inside of us for all to see? You know, it's important for us to be able to say, you know what, the stuff that we work so hard for, the things that we, that we gain in life, it's all great stuff. But it's stuff. What we take to heaven with us is the people that we bring, the loved ones that we bring. The greatest miracle of all is the gift of salvation when somebody was destined on a road for separation, a road to hell, but yet the Lord reached down and he says in Psalms 40, he lifted us out of the muck and mire, he placed our feet upon a rock and made our footsteps firm. Man, when someone goes to, gets to that place where they say, Jesus, I want you to be the Lord of my life. What an amazing gift. How you doing there, buddy? You want another donut? Okay.
Oh, that's a gooder. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that is a good one. You know what? Let's just pause here for a minute. Are you, how many, you want more after this? Or how are you doing? <laughs> You're slowing down? What's this, three? Number three. for. Now, when I asked that question this morning, how many people like donuts? How many people put up their hand that they like donuts? See, how many people are really jealous right now that Regan's eating donuts and we're not getting to eat any donuts? See, I got to at least lick my fingers. So, you know, there, there, there's a little bit of envy in this room for you there, there Regan. And, and the reason why I did this, guys, is I wanted us to see something this morning. You see, I said to Regan when I first did it, I said, Regan, you asked me for however many donuts you want. And I will give you donuts. And Regan asked me for three donuts. And he's like, okay, that's it. I've had enough. See, he could have asked me for 103 donuts, and I would have provided them for him. And then he could have handed those out to every single person in this room who's like, please, I want a donut. And you know what? Uh, Poor poor Regan. But you know what, guys? How many times do we as Christians do that? The Lord has given us the gift. The Lord has placed His hope with inside of us. And there's people in the world who are saying, please, I want that. Please, please, just tell me about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Just share His life, but yet we sit up on the stage and we just say, no, this one's for me. You know what? Can I just get a few guys to come on up here and help me? Guys, Jesus has a never-ending supply. And there's people in the world who are saying, I want that. But the choice is ours, whether we want to share or whether we want to hoard. We have a gift that is way better than donuts, way better than boats, way better than quads, way better than snow machines, way better than trucks, way better than homes. The gift that each one of us has when we accept Jesus Christ as that personal Savior is that Jesus is our hope and we carry that message of salvation. Hear me this morning. Being a Christian will cost you everything. 
But the price that Jesus paid cost him everything. Yet we're, but we allow fear in there to keep us bottled up and so afraid to share. Do you want to know what scares the pants off the enemy this morning? Revelation says they ate overcome him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. See, I was telling you earlier about that Facebook page, and we've got a whole testimony place set up on this Facebook page. When God does amazing things, tell the world what Christ is doing. Tell the world how God is blessing your family, how God has been meeting your needs. God is able. God is able to be able to overcome the situations that each one of us face. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. We are the hope of Christ. Someone's eternal salvation is just on the other side of our obedience. I got a little table here this morning that I've got covered. And Mackenzie says, Oh, presents. On this, on this table, I have some, some, some gift certificates for McDonald's for a free cup of coffee. I got some, some bags with some Christmas goodies in it. And I've got a whole bunch of different roses. How many ladies really like it when someone gives them a rose? Isn't it amazing? Why do you like it? Why, what's so important? Why do you like it when someone just says, here, I just want you to have this? Why? It represents love. It makes you feel special. What else? Kenzie girl, my daughter, why do you like it when daddy gets you a rose? It represents how much I love you. See, guys, I just got this little display table this morning because I think so many times we walk in that place of fear and say, well, I don't know. Like, I'm not an evangelist. It's not my, it's not my gifting to be able to share the love of Christ. But you know what? That's a lie. The Great Commission tells all of us to be able to go out and share the gospel. And it's so simple whether we... With Man, I think this year it snowed every single day, just a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. Just to be able to go out and grab the shovel and say, hey, neighbor, can I do your, can I do your yard? And they're like, you know what, I'm, I'm a young guy, a strong guy. Why in the world would you do that for me? You know, I just wanted to show you the love of Christ. What would happen if you went up to your, your neighbor and you knocked on the door and you just said to your neighbor, you know what, I just wanted to give you this because I just want you to know that the Lord loves you and, and, and God bless you. What would happen? See, you're not, I think so many times we think we've got to get into a big religious debate. Or it's kind of like, well, what happens if they reject it? You know what, I don't think they're going to take the rose or something like that and throw it on the ground before you and say, I don't want this. What they're going to say is thank you, but every time they see that rose, they'll just be reminded that, you know what, God loves me. And he sent someone, my neighbor, who I don't even really know, over to my house and just said, here, here's something for you. There's so many tools that we can have and so many tools that we can use to be able to share that life-giving message of Jesus Christ. But like the donut, do you want to hold on to it and say it's mine? I want to eat as many donuts because the Lord is like, you can't out-eat me. I had, I had 16 dozen donuts this morning. 
Regan ate three of them. He could have ate 16 dozen. That's impossible. And see, that's what Jesus says for us. He's like, I've got a never-ending supply. Jesus got more than 16 dozen. It just keeps coming and coming and coming. But the, the choice is ours whether we want to hold on to it or whether we want to be able to share it. See, this morning's message is, going to be com- is completely different from where we've ever been before. Because you know what? We're going to open up that present in one minute, and then you know what? The service is over. And this morning, I just challenge every single person this morning just to think of one person you can bless today. If you want to grab something from the table, go ahead. Give it to somebody else. We just sort of got that. There's not enough for everybody on there. We just sort of use that as a table, as just sort of a, a, an illustration. But you know what? If, it wants to, if it's going to cost you something, then go let it cost you something. Just to be a blessing in this season. Because like Gord shared this morning, so many times Christmas is the hardest time of the year for people. And they choose to isolate themselves. And when that little message of hope goes out, you never know what's going to happen in eternity with a rose. Four, three, two, one. And the message is over. Amen, someone says. Hallelujah. Stop speaking. All right. You know what? Play some kind of funky music, white boy. Play that funky music, white boy. All right? We don't have a drum roll or anything like that. All right. Give me some drum rolls. Let's see what's in here. Something for every single one of us. I know it is. Somebody run this back to the back. It's a DVD for us. Somebody go run that to the back. Give it to them. we got to see what's on there. His fire never sleeps. All right, let's watch this DVD. What is the message for us this morning? Go ahead, guys. What is hope? What is hope? What is hope? As a Christian, that might be almost a Sunday school answer where you could come up with some kind of answer without truly giving it much thought. Something like, well, Jesus is hope. When he rose again, he conquered sin and death. And the word says, whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Never die. Man, there is hope in that. Where we know that this world that we are living in, although it is difficult, it truly is temporal. But what about those who don't know Jesus? What about those who don't have that rock, that shelter, that fortress to be able to lean on? Do they even know what hope is? Just hope everybody gets what they're asking for. Hope is uh, what every person has inside of them. And yeah, it's, it's hope. <laughs> hope, hope for the future. Um, it means, I guess it depends on the person, but for me, hope, I guess, is that things are good in the new year and for the future. And I guess that's about it. Well, 
I'm not really sure I can put it in words. I don't know. Happiness? Just hope means to me. <laughs> it's a good question. I guess hope for the future, hope for our children, hope for everybody in the season that they can enjoy and make the same memories that my family does. Um, just having faith in everybody <laughs> and believing in each other and stuff and trusting each other. Hope is, I guess, hope for good health in the next year and um, good times with family and hope for a peaceful world. Well, hope that we'll get world peace. Um, I don't know, just to hope. I don't actually know. Hope. Um, just hope that everybody has uh, friends and family that they could spend time with and just give you a reason for living, I guess. If you randomly ask them, what does hope mean to you? Could they come up with some kind of an answer? Would it have value? Would it be able to set them free no matter what they're facing in life? Because the truth is that Jesus loves them and he desires this Christmas to become their hope. So I guess the next question is how? How is he gonna be able to accomplish this? Because truly when you look at this, in this way, I pray that you can see that this message of hope truly is eternal. Maybe he should post some ads in a local paper sharing his love. Perhaps he can compete in some saturated market of advertising. Maybe he needs to release superheroes to bring this message of hope to the world or to a city in Northeast Alberta. Wait a minute. Perhaps he has given us the answer. Maybe the answer is found in the word when he says, The Spirit of the Lord is in me because he's anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom to the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind to release the oppressed. We are the church. We are the bride of Christ. We are the hope of Christ because Jesus, the hope of glory, is living in us. Be a blessing this Christmas. We had the kids in the room with us today because it's just so amazing as a family what we can do to be that hope. I remember when Dennis Wiedrich said to me one time, there was a guy who came into the church, and, and I'd never seen this before in my life. He, he came in, and he, to, to, to save this, the long story, he came in, and he's just like, you know what, I hear, I hear voices in my head, and I want to hurt people and this kind of stuff. And I, and I walked up to this guy. I said, Dennis, I think this guy's like possessed. He looks at him. He says, yes, he is, Lance. He says, I'm going home to bed. You got the keys. Use them. And he left me alone with this guy. Sometimes we have to, it's trial by fire. Sometimes we have to get out of that comfort zone and just say, you know what, Jesus, I trust that I'm doing what you want me to do. Would you open up the door that you have for me this morning? Be blessed. Go now. We got, usually churches still, we got still like 25 minutes or so. But instead, go out and be a hope and bless somebody this morning. Merry Christmas. We'll see you tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. We hope you've been blessed by this teaching from Coley Community Church. Thank you for your continued support of this ministry.
Holy Community Church, a place where families come together.